Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. Today's another AMA episode. That is, ask me anything. I love to answer your questions, and if you have a question you think is going to be of broad interest, send it in. I'll answer it live on the air. Send your questions to Victor at VictorJM.com. That's Victor at VictorJM.com. Now, Carla writes, I hope you're having a blessed beginning of 2021. Your book, Magnetic Capital, in my opinion, is a quality, easy-to-follow book. Would you please share your own process to write, market, and publish your book? Any highs and lows from lessons learned in the process that you can recommend? I appreciate your time. Have a successful year. Well, Carla, this is a great question. It's going to be a bit of a challenge to answer all of it in just five minutes. There are undoubtedly numerous ways to write a book, but I'll share with you my process. And when I say this, I'm confining the discussion to nonfiction books. The process for fiction books is somewhat different. It starts with intention. For some people, they write a book as a vanity project, and for some, it's a large, expensive business card. But for some, it's a real contribution to the world to advance the art and the science in a particular area. And you want to get really clear on why you're writing a book. It starts with asking a few simple questions. Number one, who are you writing the book for? Number two, why does the world need this book? Number three, why are you the one to write this book? And number four, do you seek a publisher or do you seek to self-publish? In the case of Magnetic Capital, I saw many people who wanted to grow as real estate investors who were lacking the skill in raising capital. Some were trying to raise money and having terrible results. So the book was written for the investor who was looking to grow beyond their own capital and most importantly, those who are looking to grow beyond the initial stages of leveraging other people's money. Some people started out by performing a few joint ventures, and then they would get stuck. Most of the books written on the topic of raising capital tend to be a bit academic in nature, and they lack the practical approach to understanding the psychology of raising capital. It seemed like people were out there trying to violate laws of nature, violate laws of human respect and relationship, and certainly violate securities laws. So I saw a gap in the marketplace. And finally, I had experience in raising capital in several different settings, in the tech industry, in new ventures, for the corporate world with corporate buyouts, and, of course, in real estate. When I discovered there were patterns that made raising capital easy, I took the time to document them, to understand them. It started with a few magazine articles, and the notion on those articles eventually became the core of the book. In my case, the catalyst for the book was a radio interview I did back in 2015, And my business coach at the time listened to a preview of the interview and said, Victor, you've got a book in that interview. At the time, I was actually working on another book, the title of which is Startupology, which oddly enough, I still haven't finished. This new book was actually going to be a more important book than Magnetic Capital. I told him that I didn't have time to work on another book because I was working on Startupology. But nevertheless, I went home that night and I outlined 13 chapters, at the end of which it was obvious that he was right. And there was a book waiting to be written based on that interview. So let's talk about how to outline a book. In my case, I took a stack of eight and a half sheets of paper, blank paper, and brainstormed chapter titles. I put one chapter title on each page, and some chapter titles didn't make sense. I threw those away. I spread all of these pages out on my dining room table so I could see the big picture for the structure of the book. And then I could easily resequence the pages into something that made sense. I then took each sheet of paper and wrote down three to five major points that would need to be covered in each chapter, and then decided which chapters would need real-life examples to support the points being made in those chapters. Now, some books require a lot of research. I'm thinking of authors like Malcolm Gladwell or Jim Collins. In those cases, 
you could be facing a couple of years of work prior to writing the book. In my case, the book was already inside me, and it just needed to come out on paper. So the mechanics of writing the book is pretty straightforward. I would write every day. Some days I would sit at the computer and write a few pages. In the case of Magnetic Capital, the first draft of the entire book was written in under a month, and then followed by a few weeks of editing. I experimented with dictation software. I found I could write some sections reasonably well with dictation software and others not at all. For example, if the section of the chapter was highly technical, dictation simply couldn't do a good enough job. I'd spend far more time editing than anything else. It was faster to write it on a computer. I've taken a couple of courses on how to package and market books, and the mechanics of the writing of the book are pretty straightforward. But the publishing process, you've got two choices. You can work with a publisher or you can self-publish. And if you're going to work with a publisher, the industry's changed a lot in recent years. In fact, the work is pretty much all going to fall to you whether you go self-published or with a publisher, unless you're someone with a huge brand name and a massive following. Before you can even engage with a publisher, you've got to find a literary agent. And before you can engage with a literary agent, you're going to need to prepare a book proposal. What they call a book proposal is really a detailed marketing plan when you look at all the headings of that particular document. There's a lot of templates out there on the internet for various literary agents. In my case, I chose to self-publish the book using Amazon as the platform. It was easy to do, and there's lots of good resources out there that can guide you on the particulars of that process. There's a lot of emphasis in the world of book publishing on having a bestseller. For many authors, having a bestseller is a bit of manipulation. Some authors have been known to hand out Amazon gift cards to all their friends, and then they all get together and place the order for that newly launched book, let's say at 2 a.m. on a Tuesday morning when nothing's going on on the Amazon site, and lo and behold, for a few minutes, however briefly, that new book will show up at the top of the Amazon bestseller list, enabling the author to screen capture the real-time ranking on Amazon, and just like that, you're an Amazon bestseller. I'm not a huge fan of that process. Now, the marketing of a book is a multifaceted process that involves a lot of platform work beyond just the writing of a book. We're talking about the website, the lead magnets, a blog, the media appearances, the podcast guest appearances, and so on. We could probably talk for a few hours just on this aspect alone. Hopefully, this brief conversation gives you a little window into the world of writing a book. I want to thank you, Carla, for an awesome question. For the listeners at home, have a great rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. I'll talk to you again tomorrow. 